Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show today is already the 25th of August. Here we are a week from today. We will already be branching into September. That's the month where we get fall. I feel like the seasons are speeding on by, and they are. And in the meantime, with a little bit more time on our hands, what are we doing about sleep? Because I've noticed that a lot of people around me were sleeping more and wondering, why am I sleeping more? Almost like the body was catching up. Almost like the body was catching up. When we first had the illness in our family, I was running on empty. I knew I was running on empty. I knew that even when I slept, I wasn't completely sleeping because my brain was thinking about what to do, how to help, how to manage. And then while I was awake, I was doing my work and I was doing everybody else's work. And I would wake up at least three hours before everybody else on the low side, and I would need to sleep after everyone slept just to keep up. So what happened? After about two months of that, I fell asleep and I could not wake up. I slept for 19 hours in a row. I didn't want to eat. I did want some water. I remember going to get water and just coming right back to sleep. I remember opening my eyes as wide as I could like you're awake and falling right back to sleep. I remember some of my family members trying to wake me up and I'd say, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not that tired and just fall right back to sleep. And that went on for like a night and an entire day almost. And even when I did wake up at night for a couple of hours, I actually did go back to sleep again for a regular night. And then I woke up that, I don't know if it was the second or third day, I can't even remember, it was just a blur. But the next day when I did wake up, I was finally awake. And I wondered how my body knew what to do. But it just knew because I could not have made myself sleep like that. But I was so tired. 
that I, I just function, I'm tired. And you could not tell I was tired. I guess I couldn't tell either if I was that tired. But there comes a point where we could actually sleep standing if we are sleep deprived. And I have to tell you, I did not feel sleep deprived. But my body had every sign of me not sleeping. It's almost impossible to die from lack of sleep. However, that being said, exhaustion and the loss of sleep does have consequences. Because think about it. You're super sleepy. Now you're, you go behind the wheel of a car and you feel like you want to sleep while you're driving. Or you put yourself in a situation where you're not going to think things through. You're not going to eat, right? You're just too tired. Whatever's there, you're going to grab. That's why it's important not to buy the stuff that you don't want to eat because you will eat it in times like that. But there's way more to it than just sleep and awake because I've done shows on sleep. And the shows I've done in the past were how when we are asleep, and I know this goes into a lot of detail for somebody who's new to my show, but when we sleep, we rejoin back home where we came from. I know it sounds funny, but it's like putting gas in a car. You need to recharge your battery able to function here not knowing everything the way we do when we're home. That's why our dreams are so wild and everything is kind of crazy when we go to bed, even though we're just lying there and we're asleep. Our mind is working in such a fantastic way. Now, why and how does it do that? It's like our own little movie reels, if we can remember our dreams or when we remember our dreams. And when we do, those dreams fuel us. They either scare us to death or they empower us or they solve something. And why does that happen? Well, that happens because you are whole. Here we are just half of who we are. So as a result of just knowing those things, and that was a a one-minute version, as that is, Staying awake for just 36 hours in a row, which is like a day and a half. You're not even at two days. Just staying awake for 36 hours, what does that do to you? Well, when we sleep, it does have intense effects on our bodies. The sleep-wake cycle It releases certain hormones, insulin and the human growth hormone, cortisol. As a result of all of that, going without sleep, it, for an extended time, 36 hours or more, we start to alter the functions of our bodies. Things start changing and not in the best of ways. It lowers your sex drive. It can weaken 
our immune systems. It causes thinking issues. How many times have we talked to someone, they said, I'm, I'm too tired to think that through. Or they just go, okay, go ahead, if you're a parent. Because you don't even have the energy to fight back. It also leads to weight gain. Because you don't discriminate in what you're going to eat. So when you don't get enough sleep, you also increase the risk of certain cancers, diabetes, and even car accidents. That's how far-reaching sleep is in our lives. And Liam writes, I heard sleep is very important during puberty because growth hormones are released in the deep sleep period during our sleep. That is true. What happens is a lot of parents of teenagers go, my kid is so lazy. They sleep all day. How could they sleep all day? And they have these fears that their kid's just going to be a bum of some kind because they won't wake up. And you go to wake them up when it's time to go to school, and they have a super hard time waking up. I mean, not just like, oh, I, I'm not waking up on purpose, but they really fall right back into a deep sleep when you go to wake them up. When a woman is pregnant, before she even knows she's pregnant, it'll be 5 o'clock in the afternoon, like past that sleepy period after lunch. And she will feel like this deep need to go to bed because her body needs to pool resources to grow another body. And bones need to form and all these things. And where does that come from? Because sleep, sleep has intense effects on our body. When you start to talk about sleep, because we don't really talk about sleep, it, the, the most we'll talk about sleep is, oh, I didn't get enough sleep last night. People who have insomnia, what would be the reason for that? Well, usually it's anxiety, stress, depression. That's that the chronic insomnia where it's all the time. And yet having difficulty sleeping increases anxiety, stress, and depression. And it causes us psychological issues like anger, worry, grief, all the way to bipolar disorder or trauma that comes into our world. So all this being said, because we don't really think about sleep, if you were to choose one thing you regulated in your life, and I said it yesterday, this is all about emotional maintenance, giving yourself the best foundation, having a bedtime and a wake-up time. A bedtime and a wake-up time. And our bedtime is usually about two to three hours before we actually go to sleep. You know when you're sitting there and, and you've eaten dinner and you've cleaned the dishes and you kind of 
put on your pajamas or you washed your face or you brushed your teeth and then you think you're going to stay up and watch a movie. That first yawn you get is your body telling you, hey, it's time to go to bed. Let's go. And you're like, oh, that was a yawn. Yeah, I'm getting tired. And then you stay up and you watch a show. (laughs) And your brain wakes up and everything wakes up. And then when that's done, your sleep is gone. You're no longer sleepy. And I know many people who love staying awake at night. They love that quiet time. They love it. I'm one of them. I used to be that person. But now I get my quiet time in the early morning. Because my first yawns, believe it or not, I hate to say this because it's embarrassing, but they start around 7.30. But I can't actually go to bed at 7.30. But after we're done with dinner and after the dishes are done and put away, we all watch some some movie or show together. And usually... If they're um, video or not videotaped, listen to me, I'm so old, recorded on our television, they'll only run like 40 minutes. So we all watch together. And all I hear during a show is, Mom, Mom, you fell asleep. I just fall asleep. And then I, I sleepwalk to my bed and I fall asleep. So usually at 9 o'clock or before, I'm asleep. But then at 3 o'clock in the morning, my brain is, okay, got enough sleep, which happened today, and I said, oh, no, let me put in another hour before I wake up. What am I going to do in that much of the middle of the night? So then I woke up at 4.30, and I said, I'm so glad I slept that extra hour and a half. But that first yawn is your body saying, time for you to go to bed because I need to start my job, which is actually more than anything that can happen when you're awake. It's like if somebody slips. Have you ever slipped and fell and not felt the pain of it that day? But then you woke up the next morning and your leg hurt or your back hurt and it was stiff. That's because your body started doing its job and said, okay, this is where your injury is. Take care of it. Slow down today. Do something for yourself by taking care of this. Sleep is a language all in itself. A lot of times when we sleep, all the existing issues we have get portrayed to us in a dream, which we do dream theme Thursday, and we have talked about this a lot. But that's your body taking everything you think about or have thought about or an incident that has happened or classes that you've been studying for And it takes it and puts it in order. Even though the dream may sound so crazy, things are flying around, you're flying around, you die, someone else dies, someone falls off, uh, uh, what is that, Uh, it happened to me before, 
uh, diving board to a pool of no water, and it's like showing you how exposed you feel, but it's trying to talk to you. It is trying to tell you. It is trying to share with you. If you could think of sleep as a repair mechanism, as a healing mechanism, as a stable mechanism in your body, it is all of those things. It is not about just getting enough sleep, planning to get sleep. And that's why I wanted to do this show today, because in this pandemic time, all of a sudden we had time in a way that we did not for so long to be able to plan our own day from beginning to end. When we were working and we had a day off, that was a catch-up day. We tried to do everything we couldn't do while we were working. Crash. Sometimes on those catch-up days, some people only slept. Ate and slept. That's all they could do. But we cannot live without sleep. Or maybe we cannot live well or healthy without sleep. How have people looked at you and said, wow, you look tired? And then you go, yeah, I know I am. Everyone expects you to be slower than you were the day before. Or people will look and say, wow, you look like you got enough rest. And all of a sudden you feel like you've just done everything right. It affects every single thing you do from the way you wake up to washing up to getting dressed to eating breakfast to going to work to exercising to what you eat during the day to how kind you are to other people, how kind you are to yourself. When you sleep well, you don't skip steps because you just don't care enough to figure it out, whatever it is. And then if you continue to not sleep well, you start feeling like not only are you tired, but, oh, my stomach hurts, oh, my head hurts, oh, I have a headache. Yeah, because everything is trying to tell you that, hey, it's time to go to bed. And even when I was sleeping the same time every night and waking up the same time every day, I wasn't giving myself enough time to sleep because I was so worried about making sure that the health of everyone else in my family was doing well. And then I realized I got to start with my own. Even though I didn't think it was an issue, it started showing up as an issue, and I immediately knew that I had to start to sleep for a few more hours a night. And I looked at that as it taking away from my, my little routine, my steam. But I did sleep longer, and I ended up doing better. I ended up feeling more refreshed, more excited about what I was going to do, 
I ended up taking almost three weeks off of the radio because I had to understand that I have to take care of myself or I cannot take care of anybody else. And I was really sad about the decisions I had to make to get myself in a place of taking care of what I needed to do. But there are times where certain situations warrant that kind of response. And if you're getting less than six hours of sleep a night, think about that first yawn in the evening as your body telling you, hey, you know what? You might want to start winding down. That's your cue. Go wash up. Go brush your teeth. Get whatever you have to do ready so that you can go ahead and get ready for bed. I remember not knowing all of this at the time, that when I had my kids and I was working, my kids were little, and I was working and all that was going on, when I'd want to go to bed, I actually wanted to stay up and get everything ready for the next day. And then I realized that if I continue to do that, there will be nothing left of me. So how did I even begin to to make a switch? Well, the way those switches begin is you start to take the things you're going to do after everyone goes to bed and intermittently do them along the way during the day. Like if you're going to fold wash and you're waiting until everyone goes to bed or you're going to watch something or you're going to do something, put the TV in the kitchen or get a small TV. Now all you have to do is use your iPad or your computer or even your phone and put it on in the kitchen while you're making your meal. You'll learn to listen and kind of watch and do that and not feel like you missed whatever it is you're going to miss. But when you go to bed, do something that doesn't require your brain to wake up so strongly that now you're wide awake. They found that routines work great. I say it all the time. But start that routine with your first yawn. Learn to listen to your body so that your body can do what it needs to keep you on the right track. That's why eating a big meal before we sleep causes a lot of problems. People will say, oh, I had heartburn, oh, my stomach hurt, or I had to keep getting up and going to the restroom or whatever. It's because your body's like, oh, good, finally got him in bed. Now it's time for me to do my work. And instead, your body has to digest the food, so you're doing double duty. Your body's trying to digest the food and do this intensity in your body to bring you up to speed for you to do the next day in a good way. In this pandemic time, I did something I never did before, and it has been the smartest thing I have ever done when it comes towards my health. And I cannot believe its long-lasting effects. 
And I have to tell you, from the get-go, it was super hard at first. But I realized that I'm just home all day. And now, even though things are picking up in, in some areas of my life, I'm still pretty much six days a week, unless, you know, we have somebody here and I make a dinner for everybody, I stopped eating dinner. But I do wake up early, so I eat before the show. I eat at like 10 o'clock, which is a lunch. Then I have my breakfast before the show, and I have lunch. And then my dinner is at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So what has that affected in me? And then after that, after I eat dinner, so I'm getting all my nutrients. I am eating three meals a day. I'm not, not, I didn't cut out food. I just cut out the timing. And you know what happened? One, I wanted to sleep earlier, but I also sleep a lot better. And I already was a good sleeper because I would move so much, I would just pass out. But I can fall asleep on a dime. When I get that first yawn, my body is ready to sleep because it doesn't have any other work to do. The one thing I do, and in the beginning, this is where I say it was super hard, was after that meal, and I ate well, like I would be actually pretty full. It would take me, you know, until 5 or 6 o'clock to even think about food again. But that's when I didn't eat, when I would feel that and I'd think, oh, but if I eat now, I'm going to want to stay up later and I'm making all these. But I'm like, I'm just home. What more am I going to do for the day? So I planned my quieter things for the evening, the things that I don't actually have to think about. I still made everybody dinner. I would clean up, dry everything off, put it all away, get ready for the next day. It was probably the last thing I did before I go and sit with everyone to watch something. And I would fall asleep watching. Sometimes I'd kill myself to stay awake just to see what happened. But most of the time I lose that fight. And I just fall asleep. And I wake up and I feel clean, I feel clear, feel ready. So what even made me think about that was I read this book. It was one of those books <laughs> back in, in the day of the bookstores that I bought years ago. And in this pandemic time, I had time to filter through. And it's such an interesting book because it talked about the American, um, what was it like, the way we decided how our meal plans were going to go. How did we decide that? The American diet, carbs, so much this, so much that. And the timing and how they decided that the last meal of the day is our biggest meal of the day. Even though we know breakfast is the most important meal, Lunch is the second most important meal, and dinner is the least important because we move around the least after dinner. That stuck in my mind for years, even though 
I did over time start going lighter on dinner because deep inside I knew that was best, but now cutting it out, what I would do when I would feel like I needed to eat was I would just drink water. And in the beginning, that definitely did not feel like enough on so many levels. But now, now if I have to eat too late, I really feel like I just got in my own way. I didn't cut out any food groups. I didn't stop doing anything. It all was in the timing. And it made a difference in my sleep. Pay attention. Have a sleep time and a wake-up time so your body can take care of you in an optimum way. You guys, I love you. My time is up. What a topic. You could think you'd talk all day about sleeping. But I hope it didn't make you sleepy. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.